When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's uh, spin our focus towards the NCAA tournament and uh, what teams and what runs we'll be hearing about for years to come. Because let me tell you, we all know that our brackets are probably going to be busted, and most of them already are. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of these bracket pools, zero perfect brackets remain. But the East probably got it the worst because there were a lot of big upsets here. Uh, Of course, number one, Purdue going down to Fairleigh Dickinson. But if you look at the remainder of teams in the Eastern region, it Mm -hmm. is we've got FAU facing off with Tennessee. We've got K-State and Michigan State. uh, And I think that's it. If my, um, you know, reading comprehension skills are good here. So I didn't expect these four teams to come out of the East. Jenks, did you? I certainly did not. This has probably been one of the wilder regions. I I definitely did Mm -hmm. not expect Tennessee to make it this far. Like I was fading Tennessee from the jump because I, that, that defense is great, but they've been all over the place. And Duke was so hot, even though I think Tennessee made everyone very, very happy by eliminating Duke. I know it made me very happy. I I think that Kansas state is a team that is interesting to me because Jerome Tang said after the game, when they beat Kentucky and I thought this was an interesting slant, even though I don't necessarily believe it. And he said, we got dudes. That's all it takes. People get caught up in coaching and all that stuff. It's dudes. And he's right to a point. It is coaching. But this is a guy who also, when he came to Kansas State from Baylor, had two guys on the roster. He went into the portal and built. He just built a team based on dudes and bringing in the right guys. But it takes a coach to put that together. So Kansas State wasn't very good away from home against the number but they have a lot of dudes they are really talented so I don't think I I wasn't really hot on Kansas State going in but they look very very good and then again Tennessee is I still don't know if I trust them though and Michigan State maybe isn't too surprising to me because of Tom Izzo but I think the one the one team if we're looking at this list besides maybe FAU is maybe Michigan State I think well yeah because it's the coaching angle unlike what Jerome Tank said it's not just about dudes. It is about the coach sometimes. Mm-hmm. And Tom Izzo has proven that just because of his track record alone. But I'm looking at these four teams, and I'm thinking any of these teams could advance out of this region to the final mm-hmm. four, and I would not be surprised. Like, nobody looks head and shoulders above the rest of the competition. I'll say Tennessee has the best defense, like you said, and the most surprising thing out of that Duke and Tennessee game was how physical Tennessee played. And I'm not sure if it was um, exactly something that I liked watching because early on in that game, uh, Filipowski had like this cut on his face because somebody threw an elbow. And then like a few plays later, um, I think it was Viscovi who like slammed the ball into a Duke player's face. So I don't know if they're going to get away with that every single game, but still this Tennessee team is extremely physical and extremely tough on the defensive side of the ball. But I don't know. Like you said, I still have the same question marks about this Tennessee team now. 
uh, than I did as I did before the tournament. And that is their offense. How many games can they ride on their defense mm-hmm. and their physicality? And uh, is another team going to get hot from three? Maybe that's yeah. the way to beat them. FAU has a really good offense. So I don't know. I still don't know about this region. I think the one thing that I take away from Tennessee advantage, look, they bullied Duke is what they did, right? They were very, very physical. Now you can say, well, in the next game, maybe the referees call a more ticky-tack game. Maybe that goes against the balls. That may, that may very well be the case. But all it takes in the NCAA tournament is one game where you don't shoot well and you're done. Defense always travels. And that's why I think we've seen Tennessee advance. We've seen UCLA advance. We've seen Texas advance. We've seen what's another team right now that's playing well. I think maybe Creighton. A lot of these teams are playing. Creighton looks good. Yeah, they look good too. And they're playing great defense. So if your defense is traveling and you shoot well, you can advance against most teams. So I think that's probably my broader takeaway. Michigan Mm -hmm. State played very good defense last. I mean, that's that's the one equalizer, right? If you can play good defense, you don't have to get hot or cold to play great defense. And so maybe that sounds like a tired expression, but it holds true, particularly in tournaments like this, because you have to win six straight to win it all. And to do that, it's hard to go perfect or to shoot or to be hot from outside for that many games in a row. Oh, for sure. That's why I think it's tough to tough for some of these Cinderella schools. And we've seen it. The national champion over the last 10 years or so has mm-hmm. all been blue bloods and blue chip schools. It has not been surprises. Like we see the surprises in the earlier rounds, but the further you get in the tournament, the more it is about consistent level of play and, you know, blue chip prospects and guys who can really carry their team. That's why we like uh, playing teams that have the good guard play. So let's look at these games coming up uh, because we do have the lines already out. K-State, Michigan State, that game is a very tight spread. Michigan State laying a point and a half. And then the Tennessee game. We've got Tennessee Mm -hmm. laying five and a half against FAU. Because, Jenks, when I see games with, like, tight spreads, I don't really love Mm -hmm. playing those. But what about this FAU and Tennessee game? Like, immediately I see the five and a half and I want to take it. Uh, I would grab the five and a half with FAU. Because if you look at them over the course of the season, now I would need to definitely handicap this game and look a little more closely at yeah. it just before betting it. First glance, outright. yeah, yeah. First glance, though, I'm with you. FAU, FAU is one of the best covering teams in the NCAA this season. I think before the tournament, or at least going in, they were something like 21, 10, and one against the number. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a team that has been covering, 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 covering. They're here for a reason. And so, yeah, my initial lean would be to grab those points as well. It feels like too many, especially with Tennessee being so inconsistent. Yeah, I'd I'd take FAU. I was thinking about taking an under here, but it looks like the odds makers have already caught my line of thinking. This total is 131.5, which at the end of the day, you're always playing a number. Mm 131.5 is very low, but still, Tennessee is so good defensively that maybe this is what slows down FAU because that's what I've seen with some of these great defensive teams. If they're the mm-hmm. team that's setting the pace and that is controlling, you know, the the narrative of the game, it's been defense that's been, you know, writing the story because we saw it early on with those San Diego State games where the defense ruled the roost and we saw a lot of unders. And Jinx, you were talking about this trend, how unders have been hot for most of the tournament. I think that carries on here in this next round. Uh, would not be shocked to see an under in this Tennessee and FAU game. Uh, but point blank, who do you think advances 
out of this region do you have somebody that's like catching your uh, eye or are you just as torn as i am i am just as torn as you are here's the thing as much as you can make a case for like kansas state they're they've been inconsistent they haven't been great on the road this year we know tennessee's issues i mean they were playing bad basketball going in michigan state was a team that is just now starting to play better and are playing great basketball. They certainly have Tom Izzo. But when you look at what they did during the Big Ten, it's not like they have these incredible athletes that they can out-athlete anyone. They have to play well. I mean, Florida Atlantic, do you really think Florida Atlantic can go through? Maybe. I don't know. But there's no team here. And that's what makes this region, I think, in particular so exciting is that you can't really make a – you can make a good case for each team to advance. You you can't make a strong case. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. That was my next question is, do you think the national champion resides in this region? And I think my answer is no. No, I don't think so. I think there's just too much talent elsewhere. But it will be fun. Look, it would not stun me. Like Florida Atlantic could absolutely advance out of this region. They absolutely could. There's no question about it. I don't think they will, but there's definitely a possibility. This is really, really wide open. So, this is probably the re- the region where we could see one of those those lower seeds. We could see an FAU. We could see a Michigan State. We could see one of those teams make the Final Four, and it wouldn't surprise me at all. Finally, am I not giving Tennessee enough credit? Because like we have kind of uh, said, it's a team that's hard to trust because they don't have an offense that looks very good for most of the time. And also, they're missing their starting point guard. Like, they've had to mm-hmm. switch roles here. And instead mm-hmm. of Zakai Ziegler, they've had to have people come in and step up and fill that point guard role. So what's the ceiling for Tennessee? Because they are very talented. Do you think they're a team that could contend, you know, in the final four and even make a shot uh, for the national championship? I think their defense can get them a long way. Like I said, they really, really bully Duke a lot. And Rick mm-hmm. Barnes has not had a lot of success, as we know. But I think their defense can maybe carry them to the Final Four, especially in this region. But that's kind of where I feel like I, I don't expect Tennessee to be consistent enough to make a run to the title. So maybe they get to the Final Four, but then I think they run out of gas there. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.